Hello and welcome to the Healing Insight podcast, episode 60, with me, Sarah Hunt. And me, Jez Hunt. everybody hello Jay it's lovely to be with you all again um today we're going to look at the learning cycle but before we go heading into that how's things with you Jay we've got beautiful sunshine here today um I've just had not long had a weekend away at the football tournament with Alicia who did really well we managed to keep the rain off but it was bloody cold up at Skegness <laughs> <laughs> the, the wind was really cold it you wouldn't think it was April you just thought it was January but um but a good time was had by all so that's the main thing yeah it's been it's been a mixed mixed sort of weather um not ever so cold during the day first thing in the morning uh, like today we had frost on the car first thing and yet beautiful sunshine I went out for my walk this morning and it was just a real spring day it was that lovely slight chill in the air but sunshine and flowers coming up and dogs being happy and me getting doggy cuddles and all sorts so Ooh, very nice yes I like my walks <laughs> there's only four dogs today so not too bad yeah there you go well as I said so, um it would be interesting to look at the learning cycle today because because we are constantly learning, aren't we? We seem to go through a cycle of things. We were talking a bit about um, getting moved out of our comfort zone in the last session that we did. And so this kind of feels like it just expands a bit on, on things. Okay. From there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So what, what do you, what, I mean, you titled it the learning cycle. So what do you mean or what does the learning cycle mean to you? Well, to me, it's kind of like you learn something at a level that you understand it. And then as you change and grow, your level of understanding will change. So so you kind of go through a, a bit of a cycle with something where you, you kind of, comfortable with the knowledge that you've got about it and then you'll come to understand something else and your knowledge will change about that thing and then you'll come to understand something else and your knowledge will change about that thing and it's a bit like you know we go through different levels of things at school don't we so we start off at primary level and we learn the basics and it gives us a foundation for certain things if we, if we look at perhaps creative writing and then we learn something else when we go we, we move up through the different years and um and so we develop that skill and that knowledge that goes with that skill and then you go up to secondary school and you'll learn a bit more and then you go to university and you'll learn a bit more but it doesn't stop there it carries on through the whole of your life yep yeah so um and then you kind of it what it as you go through the learning cycle as well it helps to expand your comfort zone so to make your comfort zone bigger because you've got more knowledge but you kind of when you're starting to learn new stuff about something your comfort zone might feel quite uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> but as you get confidence with what you're doing your comfort zone expands again 
and then you'll learn something else that's new and you're feeling a bit uncomfortable with it and then you expand your comfort zone again so it's kind of like the cycles okay. of stuff going on okay yeah. does, that make, does that how you perceive it yeah i mean that that absolutely aligns with where i'm at with it um in terms of in terms of the comfort zone there's a diagram that shows if you look it up or, or maybe we can find it but um there's a very common referred to diagram that shows comfort zone in the middle then the next sort of stage out is the stretch zone then you go into the learning zone as you stretch more and more out of your comfort zone the important thing is that as we learn as we like you say as we take on new information about something then we're adjusting and and re-evaluating what we believe about something and it's kind of like the to me what popped into mind when you were talking was uh, when we're looking for the truth so we all have our own version of the truth so if you look at it as there is the ultimate truth whatever that is that is the actual truth but we don't necessarily accept the actual truth or the ultimate truth until we reach such a point where our understanding allows us to see it as the ultimate truth but along that journey we will have what is truth for us that relates to that thing if that makes sense mm -hmm. so let me see if i can give you an example then um or the listeners an example so 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 okay then i might I might believe something to be true based on what mum and dad said to me when I was a child. But as I grew older, um, let's hope no kids are listening to this podcast. Or if you if you have got kids listening to it, please put headphones on now, just in case. But when we're growing up, here we go, warning alert. Um, spoiler alert, that's the one. Father Christmas, Santa Claus, whatever people believe him to be true and as kids we learn and, and it's it's all that part of that myth and that excitement but then we hit a certain age be it 9 10 11 12 whatever but we hit a certain age when we realize that it isn't actually that it's actually our parents so the ultimate truth is that it doesn't exist it's just a myth and a story that's celebrated around christmas to keep the mystery and the fun for the children so prior to that my truth was that that existed and that happened and that was what went on until such time as my understanding changed and developed to the point where now i realize because the fact that santa claus doesn't exist or not in the context that's used um well not in the way it's used then that would have been or that was the ultimate truth but my truth was that he did at that time so that's what i mean so as we so we we spend our life looking for the ultimate truth and what what is life about so for me my life journey is you know i'm trying to i'm trying to i am finding my purpose i am working in flow at the moment i'm in my current purpose and as far as i am aware I am on track and I am doing what here now what I'm meant to be doing here and now, but that doesn't mean it won't change. So my truth of my purpose now is where it is now. Six years ago, what I'm doing now was not my truth, was not my purpose. And I didn't even see it as this was what my purpose was six years ago. 
But over those six years, things have shifted. My understanding of life, of me, of healing, of uh, coaching has changed and transformed to the point where now my understanding of what I'm meant to be doing is different. And now I've moved myself through my learning. I've moved myself into that position of being in focus and on purpose now. But that doesn't mean in a month's time, a year's time, 10 years time that my purpose then will be the same as it is now. Mm. So, yeah, it's an ever evolving thing that we readjust what we believe and what we think based on the knowledge that we have and how that links into our experiences, our values and our beliefs. Yes, because the experiences that we have affect our values and our beliefs. And as as we have different experiences, that changes things for us, doesn't it? And changes the knowledge that we understand. But I also I also feel that you know a lot of our learning comes from within, and we we do need to learn to go within. That everything is within us that we need, but it's learning to actually access that information. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And I would like to add a little bit to that. So, for example, if I want to learn to fly an aircraft, okay, then the desire, the drive, the knowledge that I want to learn to fly an aircraft is within. The actual knowledge of flying the aircraft, so what each each of the controls does and how to actually do it, I need to learn that. I mean, I could sit in a plane and give it a go. <laughs> I'm not necessarily confident <laughs> not in my ability or, or, or trust myself to that degree in terms of just intuitively knowing what everything is. So there is, I feel at this point in my life, there is the need for external knowledge. The internal part is the going within to to make the decisions and the choices that lead me to finding the right instructor that will teach me in the right way for me to learn how to fly a plane. So yeah. I think, you know, the learning, so yes, we need to go with, I mean, I think the ultimate thing really is if we're trying to learn something is to go within and do we actually need to learn it? Is it something we're feeling we need to learn or is it something we think we need to learn? Because they're two very different things as we've talked about before mm -hmm. in various podcasts. Yeah, you're right. I mean, there, there are certain things that we probably uh, do need external <laughs> training <laughs> with. But, but equally, equally, you know, we, we need to be feeling within us. Does this feel correct to us? So I think that's part of our learning as well. It's like the information that we're presented with, whether it's about an aeroplane and how that flies and what you've got to do to actually get it up in the air, or whether it's... Um, about I don't know the um the way that plants grow and the the weather is and things like that we actually need to be going inward when we are being presented with that information is that my truth does that resonate with me does it feel correct yeah absolutely and I think that's quite important because because whoever's facilitating learning they're going to give their truth but that might not be your truth 
and I certainly had that with students where I presented information to them um, and, and bear in mind a lot of my information is intuitive information and they'll say to me no, no that doesn't resonate with me Sarah so I'll say that's okay park it come back to it come back to it in a few days back to it in a few months whenever it feels right to come back to it and then see if it resonates with you because sometimes it's our perception of things it's what's been going on around us it's what's going on within us that affects how we perceive things and how we and whether something resonates with us or it doesn't or it might be that that a chunk of information resonates with us and we look at the rest of it and go well that bit feels right but that doesn't why is that why why doesn't it all feel like truth and again that comes back to experiences values beliefs um and our reference points as well that that will affect our perception of of information and whether whether it feels like it's truth or not yeah i can think of multiple courses that i've or programs i've paid for i've started and then stopped because they didn't feel right and there are, there are some things where i've i've taken one thing out of a course and it's been oh that's absolutely spot on that's and then the realization that that's all i needed to learn from that course not in life but mm -hmm. the thing i needed from that thing that felt right was this one thing um and it goes back to what i was saying before in that what feels truth to you today doesn't mean it's going to be truth for you tomorrow because things could have changed your understanding could have changed so taking something um and parking it if it doesn't feel right for you park it revisit it you know and, and or not i mean you don't have to revisit anything you no. you, you can yeah i think one of the things i think i've come to understand and, and this is probably part of my my learning if so if we be, if we believe that we are here to for a purpose we are here on a journey to do something so we're learning about ourselves but we're also here to help people in some way and help the humanity in some way and the planet then the way i see things is if if the universe is wanting us to do a and we choose to do a if we have a choice you know because everything's choice through life we have free will then the unit so everything then aligns up and everything we go into flow and everything's there because we've made that choice right if the universe wants us to do a but we choose b because we haven't picked up on the signals from the universe or we haven't gone within to see which it is we do but we choose b i believe we will still end up at a ultimately but we're going to go round about the houses to get to that and there will be problems and friction and restrictions and and things not flowing because we've made we chose something different to what the universe is lined up for us to do and it's through that resistance that we make the learning that ultimately brings us back to actually that's what we we should have done could have done or we may not even realize that that was what happened at the time but we will end up back there because the lessons we've learned to get us back on track were necessary because of the decisions we made yet had we made the other decision we gone a at the beginning then we wouldn't have learned the lessons because the lessons didn't need learning because of the choices we made or those lessons didn't need learning 
So again, a lot of this stuff seems quite philosophical, but it's actually quite. Um, I was going to say quite logical, but that's going... If you're going into your head to try and understand it, then it's quite logical. If you feel into it, it feels right to me. Mm-hmm. You know... And that, that, I think, is something that's really important. Whatever you're learning, it's feeling into it, isn't it? Yeah. Try and learn to feel into it. Because we're, we've been programmed. We've been programmed to um, to take on board what we're told as being true. So we're taught certain things at school. And I'm not saying that everything at school is incorrect. However, um, the the way that we're taught to learn is that somebody outside of ourselves gives us the information and we take that information on board. We don't have to do exams and, and, and bring that information to the fore and write it in our answers. But, but to me, true learning is about listening to what, is being presented to you and then feeling into it. Does it feel correct to me? Which bits of this do, do I need to take? Which bits of this are going to help me? Um, and, um, you know, it, it's kind of, um, it, and that way you're, you're doing more self-learning. And, and also I think it's really important that we, um, we investigate for ourselves as well and look at different areas and different opinions and different um, knowledge about um, the subject matter that we're looking into, for example, and and so that we can take the bits that resonate with us. Yeah. So it might be that, you know, X, Y, Z is presented to you, but only Y actually feels correct. So we kind of chuck the rest away and go, you know, that bit's the bit that I need to know about. Um, I think you were saying about this, like this with courses you've done previously. And then you might do a bit of research on the internet to see if you can find any more information. And you go, oh, yeah, that, that feels correct to me, but that doesn't. Okay, we'll take that bit. And then you might have a discussion with somebody and you think, oh, that's an interesting perception. Hmm, maybe I need to take some of that on board. And so you're actually doing your learning by doing stuff for yourself. And, and I think that's really important as you as you get older is that you don't expect other people to give you all the information, but that you actually, that you need, that you actually, whatever you're learning, you make sure that you do some of that for yourself. Yeah. You need, you need to read around a subject. One's per, one person's opinion on something doesn't make it true. One person's no. opinion on something or one person's viewpoint on one thing is one person's viewpoint on something. So if you really want to learn something, whatever it is, the best way to do it is to go and do different courses. So similar topic, but different courses by different people to go and do your own investigation, to go and read around the subject, to find books that aren't recommended in the course structure, but relate to the topic. And as you say, take out of it what you feel to be truth or what you feel is right for you. If I look at so with me coaching, if I look at all of the courses, the coaching courses I've been on, I do not 100 percent follow any of them. But what I do is I've pulled the bits that resonate with me in the way I work and the way I feel I want to be coaching and the way I feel drawn to coaching. Then I'm pulling those bits out and my coaching process 
if, if you like, is based on little bits of lots of different people that I've learned from over the last 12 years uh, and, and yeah. more because there's stuff I learned 20 odd years ago, 30 odd years ago that I'm still using some of those techniques or they're coming up in some of the stuff that I'm doing. So it's learning to rely on trust on your resources. So if you're trying to learn something new, then don't just pick one course and go with it. So yes, look at the courses that are there, if we're going to talk courses, but look at the courses that are there, feel which one is the right one for you to do right now, because that invariably there will be something in that course that you are meant to learn, because that's why you're drawn to it. That doesn't mean that if you sign up for one course that that's it and that's the only information available on that because not all of it will resonate with you. Not all of it will make sense mm. to you and that's okay. Mm. You know, it'd be like going, well, it'd be like going on, a, I don't know, when you went nursing, it'd be like doing your two years of nursing and then that's it, that's, that's it. You've learned everything you need to learn. Nothing's going to change. You just follow everything that you did. Well, you, you didn't. You learned on the job. You adapted. You changed. You took on your own viewpoint of what nursing meant to you yes you had guidelines and you had structure to begin with and i'm not saying still like some guidelines and structure well, after three years of, <laughs> yes, the, of training and, and going in but but we always said that we didn't actually fully learn anything until we're qualified yes it's like driving a car you don't you don't really learn how to drive in traffic with other people until you've passed your test and you go out on your own that's when your learning really starts Yes, you've learned the rules and the things to try and keep everybody safe in terms of when you're allowed to go on a roundabout and blah, 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 blah. And what, indi you know, you learn the basics, but you don't really get an appreciation for what it's like to drive until you actually start going out there on your own. No. So learning never stops. that's the same stops. with anything, isn't it? it? Learning never stops. It, it really doesn't ever stop. But it, but it is about us taking responsibility for our own learning and and yeah we can do stuff where other people are facilitating learning for us but uh, but then you know I remember saying to one of my one of my students I used to dread it when I first started teaching MG and I used to dread it when she was on one of the courses because she would ask the most awkward of questions <laughs> and I'd sit there thinking oh I really hope I can answer that and um and, and, you know, we joke about it now. And um, but, but what I say to her is what I used to love about the fact that she asked so many questions was it showed me she was engaged. It showed me that she wasn't just taking what I said as the truth. She was questioning it. She was looking at different angles. She was making me look at things from a different angle by asking those questions and making me think, hmm, you know, do I need to do I need to adjust my practice? Do I need to look at this um, as as well as as gaining more information for herself? And and I think you know, as a facilitator of learning, I do worry if I don't get any questions when I'm teaching stuff because because you know we we all need to be checking in with ourselves and making sure that, that the information that we're receiving feels correct to us whatever it might be that it resonates with us and if it doesn't then ask questions around it and that's okay yeah. you know i think people sometimes sometimes people get um 
a bit worried about asking questions. And I've always said to my students, no question is ever a silly question because there'll be someone sitting there wanting to ask that question. Um, and if you don't ask it, no, they might not ask it. So, so it, you know, it just, it, it is an important part of learning is to question things. And I think that's part of the learning cycle as well, isn't it? Is you question things, you, you question whether it's, whether it feels right for you, you question why it's happening, you question what you might have done better, you question, 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 question. And it's, you know, it's just letting those questions come up from the heart because it helps you to um, just to, to assess things and, and how you may have done things better, how you could have done things differently. What if you had done things differently? Would that have changed the outcome? Probably not, because we, we always seem to get to where we need to be. <laughs> But it might have made it an easier route if we'd done it a different way. So it's yeah, it's just this constant learning that we're 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 doing because for human, we're here to learn about ourselves. So if we're going to make any sort of progress, we have to be learning. Yeah, for for me, it's all the time. It's going into life going into anything with a level of curiosity being inquisitive not just accepting things for they are but asking questions like you said you know reflecting back on something when an outcome doesn't turn out how we want it to reflecting back on that can be useful it can help us to understand ourselves better to understand how we can make better decisions in the future it can also be unhelpful if we're pursuing something that we don't need to pursue. So I think for me, there's kind of a level at which, and it boils back to, and I'll come on to this, it boils back to something that you said. There's a level at which asking too many questions is not helpful. Hmm. It's so just for the sake of, you know, if you think of think of like little two year olds, why, 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 why can get a bit wearing. However, why it's got a curly tail, I used to say. That's curiosity. And at that age, that's inquisitiveness. And they're trying to understand the world. So I think there's a level at which we, you know, you it can be unhelpful to keep asking questions and keep particularly going over the same questions all the time it comes down to feeling what the question is, intuiting what the question is you need to ask. Because if you go with your intuition and you go with the questions that come up from your intuition, whether that comes up through, just pops into your head, whether it's through meditation, whether it's through journaling, whatever method you use to connect and, and relax into that. If it comes up from your intuition, that's what you need to know. Yeah, because actually if it's coming through your head, you probably already know the answers. You just need to to feel it within you. And that's certainly something that, that has been brought to my attention um, with the work that I do. And um, I, I've um, experienced situations where I've had um, people asking me questions and, and then it's like, now feel it. Do you need to ask that question? Or do you know the answer for it already? And then when they feel into it, it's like, oh, Oh, actually, no. Yeah, I do know the answer to that. <laughs> you know, or it's like when you've got someone that's not listening properly and um, 
you've given the information and then they're asking the question and you've already given the answer. It's like, come on, drop into your heart, listen with your heart, absorb the information and then let the questions come from your heart. I think that's really important because then it's coming from your intuition and it's what you really do need to know. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Hmm. Interesting way of looking at things, isn't it? And, and, you know, it's just remembering that learning is a continuous cycle. We're always going to be learning new things and there's going to be stuff that we're going to ditch and chuck out because because actually it doesn't resonate with us anymore, but then something else will replace that. And that's all part of the journey. It's all part of coming to a greater understanding of ourselves. And the most important learning journey that we have is learning about ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. There we go. Interesting topic. Indeed. No, it's a good one. I like that. Good. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully well, the listeners did as well. <laughs> Hopefully the listeners did as well. <laughs> if you've got any questions, um, then do please get in touch. Our details are in the show notes. Um, otherwise, until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. Mm-hmm.